this is episode 522 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Monday, September 10th, 2018. I am your host, Marcus Nez, and today I will be talking about Immortal Unchained. And that's probably it for any kind of really significant deep dive. I've played more into the breach, of course. Nobody wants to hear about that, but uh, I've put a good amount more time into that. It's now officially, I think, my most played game on Switch with over 17-ish hours into it, uh, which may not seem like a lot, but that's because I don't play a lot of Switch. Uh, my previous record holder was Beach Buggy Racing at 10 hours, and I think I put maybe four hours into Breath of the Wild, which I keep thinking about just restarting and playing it right from the get-go on my TV with the Pro Controller because maybe that will help me get into it, but I just I don't think that's going to change the fact that the world feels very empty and the enemies are very limited in terms of variety, and I just didn't find it all that enjoyable to explore that world. I like some of the mechanics. I really like the climbing mechanic, the way it works in the game. There are moments with the physics and all that kind of stuff, but compared to other games, it just didn't grab me, and I really wanted to like it. That That's a game I bought months before I even owned the system. I was so excited for it, and it was one of the most disappointing experiences in gaming in the last five or so years for me. Um, but other than that, I played a bit more of Arcade Islands Volume 1. Not too much, but I still I, I like it. It's just it's it's a good little party game. And I, I still love, I forget the name of it, but that that fishy game where you're just going back and forth and avoiding obstacles and spikes and mines and other bigger fish uh, collecting the little orby sparkly things. I love that. I love that game so much. I don't even know why. Uh, I, I Actually, I do know why. It's just that it's a great one-button game, and I can really appreciate a good one-button game. And it's the kind of game where you die and you know that, oh, I, I could have done better. Oh, I, I could have scored better. And you just want to keep going. And every time you die, you just want to keep going at it because you know you can do better. Or you, you think you can do better. You don't know you can do better. You might have peaked and you're just all downhill from, you know, hours ago. But you feel like you can do better. And that's all that matters. If you think you can do better, then you're all good. But the main game I want to talk about is Immortal Unchained, which is available on Steam and uh, Xbox One and PlayStation 4. I'm playing on Xbox One. Got a code for it. It is a Dark Souls or Souls S game. You don't need to say the Dark Souls, I know. Um, very much so. It actually feels a lot like The Surge, but the problem is The Surge is a much better game. Immortal Unchained isn't bad, it's just not as good as other options out there, especially The Surge, which I think, I, I, I wish I knew, remembered the name of that studio, but they really learned from Lords of the Fallen, which was okay, which is a lot like this game, but The Surge is fantastic, and I really love the combat system in The Surge, it looks really good, there's some good variety, and especially the DLC they put out has been really fun. Uh, and they're coming out with a Wild West theme one, I believe, in a month or so, which is really exciting. Uh, I'm I'm excited to go back to that. But Immortal Unchained is 
Uh, I've only put two hours into it, so maybe things will drastically change. I don't think so. It's very drab and dreary. Your character model looks pretty good, but the enemies aren't all that exciting to look at. Their their designs aren't really fun or interesting. They're not scary. They're just these bland robots that, depending on how powerful or whatever, they might have more wires sticking out of them or just be bulky with more parts hanging off of them. And they'll either, most of them have ranged attacks and they'll just shoot weapons at you. And, you know, and some will shoot in bursts. Some will shoot like spread shots. Uh, they'll flow a little weird. Or maybe they'll shoot a laser at you. There's this basic enemy that just kind of shambles towards you. And they move really slowly. And they're easy to take out unless you're being bombarded with a lot of range uh, fire at the same time. And then they could just be like in the way. Um, but they don't look all that great. And the environment is not that detailed and is just very muddy feeling and like gray and there's just there's not a lot of color or, or variety in the environment at all and it, it's not a pleasant space to be in because it's just ugly for the most part um and, and the level design is it's okay it's it's not as intricate or um as interesting as a souls game at all and even the surge uh game it, it it doesn't live up to that either um it doesn't feel like there's a lot of not nuance but just a lot of little details to find and hidden pathways and stuff like that i could be missing so much but i don't feel like i am i just beat the second boss of the game and the two boss fights were very, very predictable and easy, and I, I beat them on my first try. Uh, they have very simple attack patterns that are easy to dodge, and it's easy to go in without getting hit at all. The only, the only reason you should get hit in a boss fight is if you just make a mistake. It's not that the enemy is uh, difficult. It's it's more difficult to deal with a large group of enemies, just basic enemies, in the environment than with an actual boss. Uh, and they're they're not their designs aren't more elaborate uh, than the the basic enemies. They're just bigger, and they might have even more wires and stuff hanging off of them. But they're not particularly menacing. They're not they haven't been that big, um, and they there are attack patterns and just the the way they move isn't exciting or thrilling. There's nothing thrilling about a boss fight. And you should be excited when you get, I mean, you should be scared when you get to a boss fight, but you should also be excited. It should be thrilling. It should be fun. But it was just boring and it was just tedious. I was just like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to dodge when he does this. I'm going to get around behind him. He's going to has this light on the back of him where I shoot and it does more damage. I'm just going to keep doing this over and over and over again. He, there's not even a point in the the bosses maybe there was like a slight but i don't even know if he just wasn't doing that in the beginning where they change up their patterns or anything it's just right from the get-go full health dead health dead health um just the same old same old uh and the the actual fighting combat mechanics of melee and range weapons you have two gun slots in the beginning you can unlock two more at some point i believe and a melee weapon I'm not a big fan of my melee weapon, and it might just be my class, but I have these two clubs, and they're just kind of slow. They can 
knock limbs off of the robots, which is good, especially with the ranged ones, because then they won't be able to attack you with the gun, and then they'll just come, like, gnawing at you. Um, but it doesn't feel that great. It feels a bit sluggish. And like I said, that could just be my class in terms of that. But then the, the gun combat feels okay, but it doesn't feel greater. And there's nothing special about it. And that's the thing about the game is that there is not a single thing about it that stands out. And it, it, it pales in comparison to other similar games out there. It's definitely nowhere near as good as Souls games. And the surge, which I think was really surprised, like I'm, I was really surprised by the surge and how much I liked it. And I still, I highly recommend that game. It might still be on sale for like a day. I think it was on sale, maybe I don't know, but it goes on sale somewhat frequently, and I'm sure it'll be on sale when the new DLC comes out. But the surge is much more enjoyable to me. Uh, Story-wise, I don't care about anything that's happening. I don't even remember what's going on. I think there was something, and then they like had to create me out of something to fight these things or whatever uh and the way that the the game works and you collect these like orb things that allow you to progress further and you need a certain number of them to open chests or open doors and they uh, accumulate over time as you collect more and more they're not uh, usable items they're not consumables um and one of the things i really hate is that I don't think this is the case in, in any, well, at least in the games that I can remember playing of this type. You can't equip a new item until you get back to this, like, obelisk or whatever the hell these things are called that are save points. Though if you quit out at any time, you'll save there too, it seems. Um, but there are these save points where you can upgrade your character. They're, I mean, they're basically like the the fires, the campfires. Um, and you'll be able to fast travel at some point. I still haven't unlocked that. I'm curious when the hell that's going to be. Maybe it's right after the second boss fight. It would be nice because I'm just, I can't go back to anywhere I was before and maybe unlock a chest now that I have more of those thingamajiggers. But you can't equip items unless you're at one of these things. So you defeat an enemy and it drops a weapon or you want to, you know, just you have other weapons and maybe you want to equip a different one. You can't do that. And maybe it's because the way the ammo system works in the game is that like your health things, you have two, you have three syringes to start off with. I don't know if you can ever upgrade that, but you know, you can use those and then they don't replenish until you get to another one of these save point things. And some weapons have more ammo. They they will give you more total ammo and stuff like that. And maybe that's why they don't want you changing weapons. Because if you had multiple weapons and then you changed them, would that mean you'd get a replenish of the ammo with that new weapon? And that could kind of break the game and make it very easy to just have a, a large collection of ranged weapons that you can just keep switching out and getting a whole new uh, bundle of ammunition. I can see that maybe being the reason behind it, but it is still frustrating that you can't change your weapons uh, at a point, especially since there are weapons that are better against certain types of enemies. And maybe you want to take a few of them and then switch them out. But no, you just have to go in with the build and just, I guess maybe the, the, the levels, the areas are built in a way where, okay, this area is full of these types of enemies, so you will want this type of 
gun, but I haven't run into that. And I haven't run into a case where I'm really uh, hurting against an enemy. Uh, so it's also pretty easy for a Souls-like game. But um, yeah, it's like I said, it's not terrible. It's just that unless you're really itching for one of these types of games and you've exhausted all the other options out there, I, I would say hold off uh, and wait for a sale. It's you know it, it can be enjoyable for that. It's uh, at a at a lower price, but I think especially if you haven't played the surge because there's a lot. Of, I see a lot of similarities, and I just think the surge is better in every single way. Visually, combat, what combat? I think the combat in the surge is absolutely fantastic. I may enjoy the combat in the surge more than even Dark Souls. Uh, it's a lot of fun, uh, and, and the upgrade system, it's attacking specific limbs, and that allows you to, you know, you attack a limb, and that'll drop uh, upgrade point things for those particular armor pieces. So you you want to upgrade your right shoulder, then you'll attack an enemy in its right shoulder, and I think that was really cool. Um, good level design in that game as well, and just a, a decent story as well. Um, but yeah. Immortal Unchained is okay, but that's all it is. It's not great in any way. Uh, not visually, not combat-wise, not definitely not story-wise, not level design, nothing. It's just, it's it's okay. It's fine. It is, <laughs> now, I, was, I think saying it's the two worlds of Souls games is meaner, because Two Worlds was really a mess. I'm trying to think if there's anything I can compare it to. It, yeah, no, it's just, it's it's okay. That's it. That's all you need to know. It's okay. And I, I think it would be best to just wait it out. Uh, but that, that's pretty much all I've been playing. I did get a copy of Spider-Man from my local Redbox. It's installing now, and I didn't want to wait to install it and then just, like, play the cutscene and like swing around the city for maybe five minutes and be like, Hey, the game looks really pretty on uh, the story. Seems like it could be interesting. Swinging around seems like it could be fun, but I don't really know. Cause I've played five minutes of this game. I didn't think that'd be all that valuable, but I got it from Redbox. I was super excited when I got the disc out of the kiosk and it wasn't a piece of paper. Like so many PlayStation 4 discs are, I don't know why it's more prevalent with PS4 discs. I, I guess it's because the PS4, the install base is significantly more, but I don't think it's significantly more in the States. I think that's like Japan, absolutely, but also in Europe. It's like the, the comparison between the two systems and the States, I think, is very close. Um, but, yeah, that's exciting. And I did the three days for a $7 deal they have, so you get a third day for $2 off. So hopefully I can get through a good chunk of the game in that period of time focus on it and who knows maybe i'll decide after a day or so the thing about me maybe considering picking up spider-man is that i am 100 percent already going to get forza horizon 4 and call of duty because my dad loves forza horizon Oh, well, he likes Forza, he likes racing games, and so do I. So that's a win-win situation. And then he loves Call of Duty games. I know there's not a single player. I think they're like these co-op things. May I, I need to wait and just hear a bit more. But I'm also excited about it. And the Battle Royale, they're what, I forget what it's called. 
how did I forget? But there's also a beta, so depending on how that goes, I guess I'll be much more. I'll know uh, whether or not I want to really get it. Uh, but I also want to hear more about like the co-op options for me and my dad. Uh, and then, of course, Red Dead Redemption 2 is a must-buy. Uh, and then I forgot it comes out. But it might come out tomorrow, which is crazy. But the new Tomb Raider. Uh, I love those games. I think this is going to be the death of the franchise for a, a good while. I think it's going to underperform like crazy. I think it has a small window to do anything. And then like I think PS4 with Spider-Man just coming out, that hurts it on PS4. Uh, so even though this is the first time it's launching day and date on both PS4 and Xbox One, the fact that uh, Spider-Man just came out doesn't help. Uh, there's also Dragon Quest Eleven, which doesn't help. It's a completely different fan base, I know, but it's still people who are not going to be going there. Um, then, you know, in a few weeks you have Forza Horizon, you have Call of Duty next month. Is is Red Dead Redemption also October? Like there are so many things that are just around it that it has a few weeks where there's nothing huge coming out. I think Valkyria Chronicles four comes out very soon. It just doesn't look good for it to make a huge dent uh and it's not on switch so it's not gonna make any money there uh, I, i'm assuming it's coming out on pc day and date as well but i just i feel like it's going to potentially perform the worst of this new trilogy and it's just gonna be like a game i because th- i think i don't hear any buzz around it and i don't feel like there are people a lot of people excited about it from every preview i've ever heard or read it's everyone basically says it's more of the same which isn't a bad thing but it's also not an exciting thing it doesn't get you excited about the game because it's more of the same and people complain about how laura croft is a horrible person in this one i guess so that might not be interesting to some people but i'm excited for it just because i while never caring about the story of tomb raider I thought the last two games played exceptionally well. They are so much fun to play. I wish that gameplay was mixed with the cinematic nature and storytelling and story and all that uh, of the Uncharted games because I've enjoyed the Uncharted games from a story standpoint. But gameplay-wise, they all suck. Even Uncharted 4. Uncharted 4 is better because it has a lock-on thing. And that makes the shooting tolerable, but it still doesn't feel great. The enemies are still sponges. Uh, even like the scenarios and how things play out, it's, it's not a huge fun thing to play. The most exciting things in those games are always the the cinematics or these set pieces that are like, oh, whatever. Uh, it's cool to look at, but it's never fun. That never that fun to play. Um, but yeah, other than that. There's something I was going to talk about, I think, but I forgot because I got off talking about Tomb Raider. But yeah, Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider. So there's Tomb Raider, there's Spider Man. Oh, yeah, so I'm going to play some Spider Man. I'm excited about that. I'm, I'm kind of interested in Dragon Quest Eleven as well, but yeah, I don't have the time for that. Are you crazy? I wish it would come to Xbox One. I wish JRPGs in general would come to Xbox One. I wish Yakuza would come to Xbox One. I like is it I I don't know. I'm sure it's hard to do it, but I feel like aren't there aren't they somewhat similar these days that it's not that hard to port and wouldn't it 
is it so hard and time consuming that it wouldn't be profitable? Like how many copies would they need to sell? Just, you know, I'll, I'll buy that many copies. No, I won't. I don't have that kind of money. But if I, if I was rich, I would, uh, I'm so, I'm pleasantly surprised that near automata came, which is great, but I wish we'd see a lot more of those pleasant surprises. Other than that movies, uh, I don't think I've ever watched the big Lebowski from start to finish before. And I started watching it this morning. I watched an hour of it. It's just a bad movie. It's not good. It's really stupid. It's it thinks it's so much better and funny and like I don't I don't know what to make of the movie. It's just really bad. And I know you shouldn't even trust what I'm saying about it because I like the movie that's based on a, a stupid joke from The Big Lebowski, uh, aka Dude Where's My Car. I enjoy that movie, but it's just because that movie is so stupid and ridiculous. And The Big Lebowski, I feel like it wants to be. Like it, it wants to be more than just some stupid crap, but it is just some stupid crap. And the fact that it wants to be more is a problem. I'm also starting to realize that I don't think the Coen brothers are some fantastic, infallible group of brothers. Uh, in fact, I just I I think they have the potential to knock it out of the park, and they sometimes do. Love No Country for Old Men. I love Raising Arizona. Then outside of that, I'm trying to think of what else. Like Burn After Reading. Okay, I really lo- I need to rewatch it, but I remember loving A Serious Man. Even though I think to really appreciate that movie, you have to be Jewish just to to be able to relate to everything that's going on and to get like I I felt like I was out of the loop with some of the stuff, but at the same time I still loved it. And it has. I wish I could remember that actor, but a fantastic character actor in a, a starring a leading role. Um, but I really liked that movie as well. And then, like, I, I thought Hail Caesar was <laughs> fucking terrible. I hated that movie. Uh, I, I actually remember liking Lady Killers the first time I watched it. I haven't ever watched it since, and I'm way too scared to watch it because I know a lot of people don't like Intolerable Cruelty. Yeah, I don't like that. Um... Oh Brother, Where Out Thou is okay, but it's it's not that great. It's got some good parts. It's got some good performances, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, 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 do. Anything else other than that? I have no idea. I don't know if I watch anything else. Um, I was watching Pushing Daisies, the first episode. Again, I, I watched it when it came out. I loved it with a good friend of mine and she she doesn't know if she can take how cheesy and corny it is but you know that's part of the charm i that's like i'm not a huge fan of that usually but i i I like it in pushing daisies because it is so whimsical and ridiculous and you know sometimes in the right places overly sweet cutesy corny cheesy little things are good and i'm a romantic at heart and that show just warms the hell out of my heart. Um, and then <laughs> last thing I want to say that's related to movies is that I went to Best Buy and picked up a few movies today. And I was carded because I got an R-rated movie. This has never happened to me in my whole life of buying R-rated movies. I was carded once at a theater for seeing Kung Fu Hustle. 
and that was weird especially just like i found it especially weird because it was for kung fu hustle whatever but i was carded and i i don't know how to react to it because i have a beard and i'm 32 years old you have to be 17 to not or yeah right or is it 16 i can't remember if it's 17 and older is our rating or 18 so I have to be 16 or 17. Do I look 16 or 17? Get the hell out of here. And she mumbled it too. She was like, I'm like, what? I was like, because I, I thought she said, oh, I, I really want to, I like, want to see this movie or something. I'm like, it's a really great movie. And she was like, no, I have to see your ID. It's, it's already a movie. I'm like, okay. Internally, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, but I, I, I gave her my card and I got my R-rated movie because I'm definitely of age to buy R-rated friggin' movies. So that was fun. Ridiculous. But I think that is a good place to stop talking to you because I know you're sick of it by now and I'm ready to cook me some food. So, and also... When I finish eating that food, I'm ready to play some Spidey Man. Some Spidey Man. Um, I, y- 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 what am I doing with this voice? Uh, once again, I'm your host, Marcus Nez. Y'all can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Xbox Live, my anime list, Steam, Twitch, and all the usual places at PX Sausage. On PSN, I am the Kush3. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast and the Pixelated Paranormal podcast, which are both available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. And if you'd like to check out some crazy, kooky, colorful art, you can go over to pxsart.com and check it out all over there. And if you'd like to support the site in general and everything we do, like the podcast, the videos, which are found over at youtube.com slash pixelated sausage and everything under the sun, you can go over to patreon.com slash PXS and support us that away. And now I will say bye bye.